about the CIA. Such a great way to open any conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strap in everybody. Here we go. This one's going to be fun. Little Jonesy ain't even here. No. So. I know. We don't even have the documents. Can we even have this conversation? We, uh, we shouldn't be allowed to. If you look at the rules on social media nowadays, we shouldn't be allowed to have any conversation without the documents. Oh, and these documents have to be approved by NewsGuard. Did we violate some terms of services? Maybe. I don't really care. I wipe yeah, my butt with care. terms of yeah. services. Honestly, me too. Yeah. We're pioneers. <laughs> we don't care about no rules. Do you rules. think when they when they when they were establishing America, they gave a fuck what the Queen thought? No. And Maybe at a- first, but then she instilled more taxes, and they're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And it was a king, so that makes it even <laughs> oh, better. King, we yeah. didn't even know who was in charge. We're just like we're in charge. Yeah, right? we just I- came over here. and We're like, we should report to Spain, but I don't want to. But I don't. But then when we to. did, Spain's like. Shut up about people. There's gold there? Yeah. Let's give everyone smallpox. We can keep the gold. Yeah. Kill everybody. Take the fucking gold. Czar country now. And I don't know. Czar land. And they still thought it was India. They're like, there's gold there? In India? Wait a second. We're talking about the CIA. We should be talking yeah, no, about like, it, no, it, it, LSD. It's related. It's oh, cocaine. Related. It's yeah. the cocaine money now. It's the cocaine money now. Yeah. yeah. Not, the, not the gold. Um, But no, what we were talking about was uh, we were... We were we were discussing the elections a little bit. We probably shouldn't be. Nobody should because it's causing a lot of like, angst. Angst and um, I was. We were kind of wondering, like, is this like a CIA psyop? The whole like civil war talk that it's, everybody's having. It's everywhere. And, and the the coup. And I'm sorry, everybody wants to say Trump's doing a coup. I'm not trying to get too political, but I will say, a president defending his own presidency that doesn't sound like a coup. How is that a coup? No, Biden hasn't been elected yet, technically. So, how is it a coup when he's still... I just don't get it, the whole coup thing. Somebody made some social justice warrior put that term out there and everybody's grabbing onto it like it's fucking the savior of humanity. He's doing a coup! Well, sometimes I think that people, like <clears throat> social media warriors, discover words and what their definitions are and then they get really excited and then they're like, I want to apply this <laughs> yeah. somewhere. I learned the you word know, coup. Everything's a coup now. Like their app that yeah. gives you the word or the thought of the day explained what coup was and they're all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to use it because I've noticed people, t- haven't you noticed that on Facebook or Instagram people yeah. learn a new word you can tell because they start using it everywhere? Oh, I do that. I'm guilty of that. Uh, well, who is it? Sometimes you know? I learn a new word and I'm like, I gotta use that. I gotta use that sucker. Well, yeah. I love learning New that's words. how we practice the use of new words. But I mean, do you notice the psyop is sort of like they they use like collusion was one of those words. That was all, oh collusion. Man. It was everywhere. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Again, what? is that a CIA thing or the, maybe just the media? Isn't it? It, the- it seems to be these buzzwords that the news, the mainstream media, the MSM. My God, I sound like a fucking jackass saying that. Everybody, everybody's all about the mainstream. That's one of those buzzwords. Mainstream media. Somebody used that. Fox News, I think, used that. I feel like, and then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about the mainstream media this and the mainstream media that, and Alex Jones won't shut up about the mainstream media, and then global media, and then when the mainstream media talks about uh, collusion, everybody's talking about collusion. It's like they throw out these buzzwords, and it like shapes the zeitgeist a little bit. It's like they're. It's like they're painting a picture. And well, we're, and they're we're trying, kind of the, is, the is it nefarious? Are they trying to subtly and not so subtly at yeah. this point mold public opinion to further their you know agenda? Is or there is it, even an agenda? Or is it just how humans work where we yeah. just, we grab a piece of gristle and then we all got to chew on the gristle so that we all have like this hive mind relevance with each other. You know, I, think it's important. Bo- I think it's a little bit of all of that. Ah, oh, but it's so, well, because like when you say MSM, I'm an animal person. MSM is a supplement for joint mobility to me. I just, oh. but I haven't, I guess hey, I haven't maybe been there's in a the- metaphor there. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little scared now. Yeah. Well, and and you and I, what, what the reason we're bringing up CIA is all of this angst that we're all feeling because the Rona, which I have yeah. my own opinions on, and all of this other stuff. Death is a big thing, and a lot of people don't like to think about death. Uh, part of hypo- hypothesisism is to challenge your impressions, which are your feelings based thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I want to think about death. I've been thinking about it a lot because I'm almost I'm almost forty. 
And so I was thinking the other day, I was talking about this with my friends who are a little older than me. I don't care if I die. I feel like I've lived plenty long. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't I don't have nobody a, nobody wants to die, I think, actively. But it's well, like I'm, I'm not never scared mind. of Never mind, I can't say nobody. There are some people that actively but want to die. Generally, most folks don't want to die. I love life. I'm very excited but to be alive. I think there is a, a numerous amount of people who are comfortable with death, and then there's a lot of people who are terrified of death and it's it's really And then weird. we have all these wacky traditions and thought behaviors and if it's important to you fine but like when people cling to people and cling on to people and cause all this chaos like with you know final wishes wills all this stuff it's really yeah. about you it's not about the dead person it's about you holding on to them Yeah I know we've talked about this before and I think it's just really important to discuss because it, it's really more of a selfish thing to keep people alive when they're suffering. Yes. I'm sorry. and I, I hope nobody gets offended by that, but I don't care because that's my opinion. Because if I was suffering, I, I, you know, I live by the golden rule as much as I can, you know, treat other people how you want to be treated. It is universal. And if I was on my fucking deathbed, I'm just suffering, right? Mm -hmm. Like, don't I don't want to be alive anymore because it's just pain and suffering and I know it's the end anyway. Just get it over with. Get me out of here. It's well, not going to, you're not going to magically come up with a super duper cure for me on nobody. And let's talk so about, so just get, get me out of here. Let's talk about freedom. You know, there's a, the, the group that espouses and worships freedom seems to be the most restrictive when it comes to making a choice to live or not. Have you, have you noticed that? Absolutely. Like, you're all about freedom and then you can't do this. It's yeah. like, well, if I'm free, it's not up to you. Yeah. I, I've always wondered about that. It's interesting, huh? Yeah. Like, and then what, the other side is like, do everything. <laughs> <laughs> all of the things and then, I, I loved it. I love looking at the fringes of everything well and now I feel like, like everything is fringe everything. and I don't well, know if that's a side effect is. of the internet well no like everyone has to be their own super special snowflake I know that's an overused <laughs> term sorry we're talking about that but do you know what I mean like I have to be so spectacularly special that I have to have all of these ailments and afflictions that no one else has or I will have no validity because there's nothing else that makes us special anymore why do you have to be special at I, all? I don't know. You are special because you exist. Because There's going to be no one with the same experiences as you. Because we're not some just low-life animal. We're humans. Well, like, how am we're I... The, we're the damn cream of the crop on this planet, and goddamn if anyone's going to take that from us. Okay. So we all have to be special and get participation trophies. Well, let's just look at it this I way. I don't know. There's experiences <laughs> that we've all had that no one else has had. I have sprayed a 1,400-pound bear in the face with hairspray. Pretty sure that no one else cool. has ever done that. I haven't. But then again, does that make me more special than the guy who, you know, got every achievement in World of Warcraft? No. He's super cool, too. Why can't yeah, we look at people? Him. We were talking about elitism because my friends lived in Boise. Yeah. And they had their kids in a private school down there, right? And the rampant elitism. And you know what happens with elitism? People are mean. Yeah. Like, people... I don't... I have less angst towards people being mean who are trying to survive than I do who are people who are just being mean because they're just being mean to be elitist and above people. There's always a lot of different reasons people are mean. Um, but it's it's so gross when there's an elitism vibe to You have meanness. all these resources and you're being mean just like you have to have the same shoes. Because I'm a better than you. Well, like I'm my friend's better than you. <laughs> son, my, I'm better than you. My friend's son I was, was born a river guide. I was born in a better circumstance than you, so... <laughs> my jeans are better. Well, like, yeah, my friend's son was jeans. a river guide this summer, and all of the kids had... He got the shoes that his, um... Because you want these good shoes when you're running a raft, that his guide told him to get, okay? Or the main mm, dude. Okay. Really good shoes, helps you stick to the sides and stuff. All the other kids just... Guides, they bought what was cool in Boise or Utah, and... Because they were cool. And I'm like, well, who gets to decide? Cool is relative. Yeah. And then they fell out of the boat, which I would have laughed about, but... but that's the thing, though. Cool is relative from one point of view, but then it's also kind of a result of the hive mind mentality. If so, you think about it, like, just think back to high school, okay? Uh, just specifically. Because this, honestly, I think in high school is where a lot of people, because your brain is really developing at this point in your life. True. And being shaped by the community around you. And, and mainly and just your peers, because the, in public school, yeah. you're just with your peers. And for whatever reason, in high school, you have this drive to really find your identity, even though I think you're too young to really establish who you are at that point. Pretty but much. there's a drive to do that because you feel like a mini adult. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, like, you're getting to make a lot more choices. You have more responsibility. And, uh, but there's this, like, uh, it's hard to describe because you, everybody in high school wants to be cool. Okay. There's, there's like a stigma or something. Even the anti-cool kids are trying even to Even the anti-cool cool. yeah, kids. Yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if there's necessarily like one person or a group of people who set the 
parameters of what it is to be cool. It's almost like a natural, like a hive mind mentality well, of like we gotta have, we gotta do this or that. Maybe it's the rich kids. I don't know. It's, it's influencers it's hard to pinpoint. now. Influencers are just now. A it's definitely influencers. Before yeah. it was a microcosm in your own community, and then yeah. and then it kind of branched out with teen magazines mm. and the mall, and then it morphed to the internet more, and now it's influencers. Yeah. but it's it's it's. A, I think it's a big result of. We're just like wired to follow charismatic people. I don't know what it is with that. You want to emulate there are, them? There are some people who are just naturally more charismatic than others. There and are. those are typically the ones who lead trends and they lead, uh, you know, what it is to be cool. And they're typically the ones who lead people in general in any direction whatsoever. Whether it's intentional or not, we just have this drive to go, that guy, man, that guy and his charisma, I got I want to be like him. Or, you know what I mean? I want to be perceived... In that certain way, even though I don't have the charisma he has, so I'm just going to mimic him. And then you project it on your children when your older yeah. people do. And that really freaks me out because, like, by the time you're 30 or 40, should you even give a shit about what other people think of you? Like, you should totally be – at that some point in your, like, middle <coughs> adult life, you should be locked in if you've been working on yourself mm-hmm. and wellness – to start knowing, okay, I'm good at this. I like this. I need to deal with, because everybody's on the mental health illness spectrum. I need to deal with these things so I can move on. And then at a certain point, you should be like, who cares if they have a UTV? <laughs> do I need to go to Home Depot and get, you know, plank board siding because my neighbors do? But that is like Some a huge problem here. And then is it a it's bad a, it's thing? A, why do we want to conform so badly to each other? Or I don't know. We, nobody wants to be the black sheep. Well, yeah, we all want to be a special snowflake, but we don't also want to be the black sheep. We don't want to be the one that's different than all the rest around us or something. Well, not even, all of us. We don't all fall into that pitfall, well, but it seems to be a, a majority of people, not even just in America, but everywhere. It's like there's this trend or something. Like um, it used to be before the internet, it was like the the fashion magazines and all these yeah. magazines. There it was there it was, was these media. like these gatekeepers that said you have to come through this gate or you're not cool. You're not gonna be perceived and now we have a hundred billion else. gatekeepers because of the internet think the, about oh it oh my god you're everybody's a gatekeeper now everybody's a gatekeeper like you can't say something you can't say anything anymore without some person mm-hmm. popping off and being like that's offensive to uh infertile women you know oh yeah so we got to talk about the mandalorian okay yeah. if you haven't seen it on disney plus there's an original star wars tv show called the mandalorian and there's an alien child it's like basically the equivalent of a toddler and the protagonist is trying to help an alien frog lady. Okay, I know this sounds crazy. If you haven't seen the show, it sounds wacky, okay? And this is the point. There, and not even exaggerating anything here. It's an alien frog lady, and the protagonist has to transport her to some, I think, back to her home world to have the eggs fertilized by well, no, her husband. Well, they're colonizing somewhere else. Yeah, because she's the last of her kind. Or last something. of her yeah, kind or the last of her one. family yeah, bloodline yeah, or something. yeah. And um, she's got like her eggs in this like uh, like incubation pod what? of some sort. It's well, the alien child—he's already been seen eating frog-like aliens in the show a couple times. That's just a—it was a silly gag, okay? The he little eats, sucker eats everything. He eats little frog. He's a toddler. He's gonna eat everything. He's hungry, and the and the protagonist doesn't feed the child very much for some reason. He's a bad dad. Nobody's talking about that. But we'll, well, we won't, we won't go. We won't digress too far. Deadbeat Mandalorian yeah. dads. You know, I'm not offended by any of this because it's a TV show. But what the problem is that he he kept sneaking into the pot and eating the unfertilized eggs of this supposed last of its kind creature or something. I don't know, guys. It's a story, okay? It's me. But the hornet's nest on Twitter was fucking riled about it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, and here's the thing: it's hard to trace who started the anger about this. Who is that much of an influence? Of uh, uh, what? Which Karen out there is the biggest fucking influence on these things? It I makes don't understand me where feel it's coming like we're from. We're living in a simulation, yeah. and they just throw random control trials out. Like, yeah. I, I know that sounds weird, but think about it. Why are we mad about something like this? We're, why does I'm one not. person get? Yeah, but why did it even become a thing? Is it because we have this instantaneous communication now, and so people I think are like, so, yeah. I'm angry. Oh, other people are angry about this too. Okay, so the, I think there's the. Like the original Karen, right? And then other people who are also offended by this for whatever fucking reason. We can talk about that all day, but I'm not going to go down to that too much. But they they also jump on board and go, oh, other people are offended too. Let's talk about it. 
Let's let's virtue signal and get everybody else riled up. But they're not even talking because we they're like just, our echo chamber. They're like pond ripples. Yeah. They're just like echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. like if but I then, let's talk about infertility, I'm cool with that. But they're yeah. not doing that. But then they have the other group of people who are just the followers. They're like, oh, I want to get on board with this. There's an act. There's activism going on against the Mandalorian. Oh, it's a scandal. All the Let's they're, cancel. They're, Let's cancel, cancel. They're totally fucking assholes and they're against infer- infertile women. They don't even care about infertile women's feelings. When in the very fucking first place, if you're an infertile woman and you get offended by that, first of all, don't watch the show then. It's really that simple. Turn it off. Shut the fuck up about it. Okay? I also I'm sorry. I feel like you'd but be offended by everything. I, I just feel strongly that you're, not everybody's feelings matter all the time about everything. There are certain scenarios where it's probably a little bit important, like, you know, if the president wants to lock up all the fucking uh, something or another, name a race, I don't care, I'm not trying to be racist, so I'm not going to even make an example, but uh, if, like, the president, all of a sudden, like, like Hitler, okay, it's okay to be fucking pissed off if you have a leader and he wants to holocaust an entire fucking, like, race of people, that's not okay, and it's okay to be riled up about that, but... A fucking TV show, a work of fiction about aliens. It has nothing to do with anything on Earth. It has nothing to do... Nobody on that show, not one single time, was thinking about infertile woman. Okay? Looking at it objectively, that's not the metaphor. That's They, were, they weren't making some grand statement about fuck you, infertile woman, or whatever it is. Or, no, or they t- were making a little gag because this little shit toddler alien likes to eat everything, and he's a little asshole. And I thought it was fucking hilarious, and a lot of people thought it was fucking hilarious. Because it wasn't real. Because it's not real, it's fiction. If you don't like it, turn it off, and go find your friends, and you can discuss your infertility with them if you're that insecure or pissed off about it. And Honestly, making- get over it. You also just need to be a stronger person, and get over it, and go and fucking figure out a different way to have a child. There's plenty now. It's the 21st fucking century. If you can't produce fertile eggs... There are plenty of donors, and you can adopt. There's plenty of ways to have children. You shouldn't feel so insecure and, and depressed about a, a small little ailment like that. And nobody gives a fuck. Well, maybe maybe two people in your life give a fuck, but you don't need to get on Twitter and fucking start a crusade against a work of fiction that had nothing to do with your offense. Sorry. Well, no, I had to say sorry. It. What scares me about this is it's happening at a more increased frequency, and what's going to happen is we're going to live in a sterile world. Because mm-hmm. where... that's not the only example. No, I Actually, know. the Mandalorian itself is like five or six examples now of people getting pissed off about nothing. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's a popular show. It's like the only thing people watch on Disney+. Plus. I don't know why anybody else has Disney+, Plus other than that fucking show. People do watch that show. Okay, maybe you watch The Lion King a couple times. What do you fucking do? Okay. Who doesn't have Who doesn't have half the Disney movies on there already on like VHS sitting in a box somewhere? Like, come on. In the basement. <laughs> but anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was like, uh, just everybody's getting so fucking offended about everything. Well, and that's what the uh, hell is with that? I don't get it. And that how that correlates with death is you can't even talk about death because you will offend someone, uh-huh. and then it's like you can't have an honest conversation. Mm. And then you know what happens when someone in your life dies? It is way worse than it needs to be yeah. because you you know you've got family fighting over this. This person <laughs> doesn't want to let this person go, so let's keep them alive and miserable. Uh, no one makes and you know there wasn't enough advanced directives made for when things were going bad. You're not even allowed to make advanced directives to the fullest extent that you should. Right. So all of this offense that happened doesn't need to happen if we could just ask questions and talk about things without wanting to cancel people or yeah. Because I, well, I think that's a large part of this. Um, just to digress a little bit, these crusades people are running on Twitter. I don't. I don't think they would even really gain as much traction if the fucking news and these stupid fucking websites with their listicles would just stop getting involved. Stop. Like, that's not news. Let's talk about real shit. Not a bunch of fucking butthurt babies on Twitter got uh, got pissed off about a TV show. That's not fucking news. Can we stop posting that shit? I don't even think we would even care. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Me personally, I don't even care that um, people get mad about shows. And I think that that used to be something people talked about in their social groups. I think social groups are bigger now that the media takes it and runs with it. Social groups are global now because of Twitter. Well, and I think the media takes these things and runs with it so it distracts from what's actually going on that are big things that we should all care about. Yeah. I mean, there are big things happening out there and this we should t- all care about. Th- this circles back to the entire reason we were talking about this in the first place was because, um, obviously, okay, I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here, okay? Mm. Just just bear with me here, okay, guys? It's probably going to sound a little crazy, but... <sighs> oh, you had to breathe. The, 
I'm trying to do this without sounding like Alex Jones a little bit, but seriously, like the left wing, the democratic, liberal, whatever agenda, okay, um, it seems to be really focused on and has always been kind of focused on like transhumanism and not just like technologically, but like progressing our social contracts and, and just how we conduct day-to-day life and everything to this weird like homogenized everybody's the same everybody's special participation trophy like fucking world and if you look at who sponsors the democratic party every fucking election it's companies that support the same thing big tech companies like twitter and facebook who are obviously pushing the democratic agenda and i'm not i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying this is something i see happening um but it's like it's gotten out of control maybe to the point where it's like no, nobody is allowed to say anything unless they approve of it. Well, like the, they, they've gotten too much control over everything. I think if you have a, if you are against anything that is perceived as part of that platform, you will be silenced. Yes, it is, and that that I feel like to people who care about equality should be terrified of the behavior, and they're not. They're not even paying attention. They're just like, but the Yoda ate the eggs, and it's like, mm-hmm. guys, no. That someone can't change, that someone's bullied into doing something and then is doxxed by the, someone and their house and their children are threatened. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit scary. You should be scared. Shouldn't you care? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Are you allowed to like think outside the box? I don't want to be oppressed. <laughs> no. Okay. Nobody wants, we're in America and we're supposed to feel free and be free and have liberties and. Oh, and after we talk and about have a, And freedom of speech. The which... reason Americans are so weird is most of us that came here. We're not peasant mentality, okay? Peasant mentality is sort of a um, communal mentality, and you're fine being told what to do. Well, people mock Americans all the time, but honest to God, I want to be left alone. I don't want to be told what to do. And you know what's cool about that is I also accept the personal responsibility that I don't need to harm the people around me with my actions. Right. But when you get a system that, like, conditions people into being just told what to do all the time... Then you do have people harming people around you because no one has personal responsibility anymore. They don't even know what that means. Right. And so <laughs> now we're living in this weird dichotomy where half our country is like, mega, let's burn her, you know? The million war. mega march. Yeah. And then you have the <laughs> other half side of the country that's like, those Trump people need to die. And I'm yeah. like, well, why are you guys grouping up, yo? Like, yeah, what? what is going on? I, I, Why are you being man- allowing I don't yourself know. to be? Man- no but here's the thing: Are we? This. Are we again? It circles back around to the beginning of the conversation. Are okay. we being manipulated by the intelligence community, the in- the intelligence industrial complex? That's such a large undertaking. It almost sounds like you're talking about chemtrails. I mean, is it- it's not hard for them though. All they have to do is slip a little bit of propaganda into the news, and we all fucking just eat it all up. They it's happened have, time and time again. They do have the resources? Look up Mo- Operation Mockingbird during the Cold War. Not only were we, honestly, okay, so everybody wants to talk about the election interference from foreign entities no, in, the, in the last two elections, right? Now we can't talk about <laughs> that. From now. Russia and China. No. We've been doing it since the fucking 40s. To other countries. To other countries. For all I know, the CIA put Hitler in charge. We don't. And there's actually a lot of, like, evidence that says that might have actually happened. Okay, but, but basically, we've been, we've been meddling in plenty of other people's elections from the dawn of time. And it's mainly... Um, due to operations by the CIA. Operation Mockingbird was declassified some odd years ago. Um, obviously heavily redacted documents, but you can see the gist of the operation, which was to, uh, plant operatives in the, in the, um, like the news media of foreign countries in order to plant ideas into the mainstream thinking of those countries so that they can get a, a, spe- a specific person elected. I think, um, a lot of the fall of the of the Soviet Union was due to Operation Mockingbird. At least uh, there there was at least you know some form of momentum so towards historical- that that happened because okay. of this. There's historical proof that all you have to do is plant seeds in well, the like- pro- basically you just propaganda works. It's been proven that propaganda is extremely powerful. Well, and so you're basically saying that there's historical precedents that our country, America, yes, has manipulated people's elections for our interests. Yeah, not even just elections, just people's day-to-day life well, in just, general. Yeah, well, you were just talking about yeah. Mockingbird. So, and the thing is, it's like, and then there's this, there's this mentality at certain times in our meeting, oh, that can never happen. Elections can never have fraud as you have, like, all of these examples <laughs> of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you think that elections don't have a they, certain degree of fraud, you're crazy. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows it. Which is why when 
these groups, especially on Twitter, are just sitting here just going with it. Like, oh, I just want Biden to win, so just stop asking about the fraud. Look, I don't personally care who wins the election, but I want the fraud looked into specifically to understand the mechanics of the fraud so that we can, you know, redesign the entire process to be more, like, resilient to the fraud. I don't care about who wins or not. I just want this fixed. I want the well, process like this fixed. this week, I was just in awe. So we should if, look into the fraud. If you actually come out and have proof that one is American, I really don't like the idea that my votes go somewhere else to be counted by a um, software. These, oh. If this is true, a software that was invented by people who don't have the best human rights track records. <laughs> I feel like that would have been huge news, not about yeah. Biden or Trump, but just to look into and that we should actually maybe know the answer to. Like, yeah. is that well, evil? To- are, isn't the company called Dominion? Just the freaking name is Let's suspect. Um, Dominion, I believe, I looked this up yesterday, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't want to paraphrase, so I'm going to actually look up the definition right now. Define. Well, to Dominion. Dominion is to dominate. Um, it, the, uh, according to Google, whatever, it's the uh, uh, definitions from Oxford languages from Google. I don't know the exact sources Google uses for its, for its dictionary. I'm sure there's multiple, but Dominion, the first definition of it is sovereignty or control. So it's very specifically named Dominion. Okay. No. Um, the sentence that it uses as an example: uh, Each of the self-governing territories of the British Commonwealth is the historical definition, but the sentences it uses in context is Great Britain together with her dominions and colonies. It's like, why is it named Dominion yeah. when we're supposed to be electing a leader of the free country? It's so very interestingly named. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, just it's, let it firm. It seems very specific, though. No. What? I'm well, sorry. And, but then again, you we are can, not We can pick that apart if, all day, but maybe it was just like, oh, that sounds cool. Uh, let me put this out right now. Like I am mouse not rat, like regist- just naming a band. Mouse like rat. Dominion. That I sounds I am not cool. registered with any, or affiliated with any political party. No. Okay? Not either. I can survive whoever wins I'm the about, election. I'm just about freedom. I know. And my problem is, is it's like... I can't ask a question without being automatically put into a political party and their uh-huh. their affiliates. And it's like, wait, no, I just want to know the answer to this specific thing. Yeah, I want to know why this company's called Dominion and why our votes get go through Venezuela and then over to fucking, uh, I can't remember the other. Is it true that Chavez has these people write the program so that he would never lose a referendum yeah. again? I would like to know that. Could, that. That's a good that's, question. Uh, that doesn't sound like freedom. Yeah. That actually sounds like but Dominion. There, there seems like there is some sort of foreign political, you know, like, meddling and maybe just who knows i mean really i don't know we're well, just and speculating it's like giuliani here, could be a complete goof and a grand <laughs> but the thing is is it's like he dropped this huge thing and you know what the media's big thing was his sweat was colored and it's like oh, that's no. that's the thing that bothers me the next day it's like wait a second he dropped two hours or however long this was full of things and his sweat was colored and he looked like a ghoul i'm like mm. come on that does that not seem like manipulation to you it is manipulation. Yeah. Even the Uncle Joe is a senile thing. It's like, well, oh, you know, it, well, it's back back to the CIA. Okay, I know. they they the the thing with the intelligence community is they spend a lot of resources, basically, like cracking the enigma of human psychology. Okay, yeah. that's what they do. So you can't tell me that they don't know how to manipulate manipulate people with little special techniques. I was watching this video on. Um, the body language that the politicians use mm-hmm. and it's 100% staged. They fucking practice their speeches with the body. Like they practice their body language because it does manipulate the way we perceive, perceive the conversation. Yeah. And honestly, half of the speech is not even about what they're saying. It's about their body language because certain hand movements instill confidence, certain mouth movements, hands, certain face yeah. movements because the CIA did studies and they figured out, look, Body language is, is more than, like, body language weighs more than words in any conversation. Our brains, they figured out our brains are wired to pick up on very subtle movements of the face and body, and it's all subconscious, and they've cracked the fucking code. So what they did was they told these politicians at one point, or did something, I don't know, or the, the information got out as a, as a published paper of, some, of science or something, that, hey, look, you guys, you know... If you do certain things with your body, you act more confidence. Like, um, like the little pin on their fucking collar, for example. Um, they do that for a reason because if one politician is wearing an American flag pin and the other is not, then the 
one politician with the pin appears more patriotic. They know that this is is all subconscious and shit. So, and I'm, it's not even a conspiracy theory. This is proven no, psychology, it's, it's and they use this. You can look it up. You can fucking do all your research all you want, and you're gonna realize that we're being fucking played one way or the other, a little bit. Well, we're being our little strings are being pulled like we're puppets. And that's why it's just how it is. To bring up the three eyes, you know, because we're supposed to be talking about hypothesis. I think it is so important. The next time you get enraged by something that comes across your feed. I just think you, I try to do this a lot now too. I stop and I'm like, why am I angry about this? Oh yeah. What perception do I have or impression that is making me angry about this? And why do I need to be angry in this hive mind anger with these people when I, and then I start going and I'll go think about things. And you, well, you, you, I think ang- anger management is an extremely important aspect of hypothesism yep, because you cannot form legitimate ideas when you're angry. You no. have to take a step back from your emotions and go, what objectively is happening here? You have to analyze your own psychology as well as the if somebody else is involved, analyze theirs because there's always two fucking sides of a coin. Well, I was thinking about this a lot on the way here. Okay. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's you okay. Seem like just, you want to get a point no, out, there, but you go if for you it. can hold on to that, no, that'd di- be great. Digress. But I, on the way here, I was thinking about anger management a lot and how it relates to hypothesism because when I woke up today, I went to go put my fucking shoes on to come record <laughs> and uh, our male cat, who is fixed by the way, thank God, but he... Decided last night, for whatever reason, to pee in my fucking shoes. He loves it. And that, I really got pissed off about it. I threw my fucking shoes, got my other pair on, the dirty fucking raggedy work shoes. And while I was driving here, I had a chance to just separate myself from my emotions and go, why am I fucking pissed off about the cat peeing in my shoes? And what I realized was because those shoes cost money. I don't have the money to go get a new pair of shoes. It's a lot of fucking work to get the smell out of those. So I'm just pissed off because of the... Uh, the situation was out of my control and now I have to do all this extra effort to have my nice shoes again or I have to wait which it's going to snow again soon and my work shoes can't really protect me from the snow so there's a lot of like little nuance reasons I'm pissed off about this but it's I thought it was very important to take a step back and go why am I angry about this but I think in hypothesis anger management is one of the most important things you can do to, to improve your life um, we all get angry, and you can't feel guilty. Um, it's healthy. You can't actually. feel guilty for getting angry, or even like if you perform an action in anger, like when I threw my shoes. That's okay. It's healthy as long as you're not hurting other people. I think it's okay. But it's after the fact. I think really where it all comes down where to, you like need to have when you reflect on your anger and stuff. And it's it's good to try to f- find your triggers and try to not throw the shoes, metaphorically. But you can't always you can't always stop that. I mean, come on, you're gonna get raged out. Well, and that's something I, that was my point is I'm gonna look it up. Actually, I made myself a note while I was talking to you. If you are in a perpetual state of rage or pissed offness that a lot of people are, the Twitter warriors and stuff, I I am wondering if you can actually engage in proper learning. Yeah. If you're in a constant state of anger, you're, you can't. I don't think you can. And that's I, another thing that I wonder if that's part of the psyop, the mythical one that we're talking about that we be. don't know that's true or not. If a populace is in a constant state of angst and anxiety, and because anger and anxiety are closely tied, mm-hmm. can yeah, you actually you question and anger. learn anything? Can you progress? I don't Probably think not. you can. Because think about when you learn the most in your life, times you've learned the most, were you angry? No. I don't think you can. No, I was actually like, it's almost euphoric to yeah. when you're really get into the mood to learning something and you're getting all the information and put the tying things together and actually learning. Well, um, like that's euphoric. But is. if I'm fucking pissed off, I don't want to hear anybody's opinion. I don't want to hear any I'm information like, at all. I just want to be pissed. You are in the rage. You're in the rage. Hyperloop exactly. and you never get out of it. So, and it's like, and it's not just anger, fear. I think those We've, are, clues. we know that fear, um, you know, you get into the fight or flight mode and then your brain's like, in one mode, you can't open it up to, to be in a different mode for a while. Like, uh, I, I'm putting this vaguely because I don't know the exact terminology, but like, like you become narrow-minded when you're in fear. Well, and I think most media companies so focused on survival. with the 24-hour news cycle and even with the internet now, if it's you can keep a, if you can keep your group that you are predisposed to, because a lot of people are predisposed mm-hmm. to the right or the left in At a constant moment, yes. state of flux of fear, are they going to challenge anything? No, you, they can just say, "Oh, George Bush." He doesn't like those people and rage. Let's vote. It's okay that they took away our freedoms right here because we're mad. I <laughs> yeah. know that's very much like dumbing it down, but do you know what? I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. It's it, there's a good, that's a good example, specifically 9-11. Yeah. Because we all got scared of all these terrorist attacks. Nobody wanted to go on an airplane. Like you should, you can, you can look at the data of the, um, the amount of flights going on pr- after they opened up flights again. Mm-hmm. It was like almost none. 
yeah. for like weeks. We, didn't we have to Because everybody was afraid that their plane was going to get hijacked. There was this huge constant state of fear from terrorist attacks. And that led us to make stupid decisions like, yeah, let's open up in a global spy network through the, through the American intelligence network. Yeah, that's fucking smart. Now, after we're not afraid of terrorist attacks anymore, because not a giant one has happened in a long time in America, mm-hmm. we're like... Wow, why did we fucking do that? Because now everybody's spying on us all the time and they're selling all this fucking information to the but highest bidder. But now we're doing it again because of the Rona. Here we go with the, the Rona again. Now we're like, thing. yes, have the power to say we can't go to work and lock us up and make us have welfare state. Fucking. And the thing is, is we have lived through pandemics. We're gonna, in 20 years, we're going to look back. Times. In 20 years, we're going to look back and go, what? now that we're not we afraid of the Rona anymore, why the fuck did we let them lock us in our house, say we can't go to work, starve to death, let people die when. I don't want to say I have the solution, but all I'm saying is like we're gonna regret the decisions, like we always well, do. And each time because we're it gets watching the worse. news, and the news makes money off of fear. We talked about that. It's in episode zero yeah, about negativity. negativity because we're wired to we're we're more susceptible to be afraid than we are to like feel feel good and happy. I guess well, I don't just know. because like it's, it's a survival the toilet paper thing because some state is making a draconian edict okay um <laughs> that people do stuff like buy all the toilet paper and yeah. i understand the rationalizations behind why they're doing that but then what happens is not in, in america not every state is operates the same way exactly. there's these weird consequences of rever- reverberation that happen and all of that could be avoided if people took a little more responsibility for what they thought and how they reacted. Yeah. And I think that's that self-control thing. And stop following the fucking news because we all know the fucking CIA planted little talking points in the news. I, I mean, think come on, it's, it's in- not... It has to be happening. You can't tell me it's not because if it happened one time, it's still happening. Because if we gave them the power to do it, to meddle in other people's elections, of course they're going to fucking do it in our own. Why wouldn't they? Why they have the fucking they? they have the fucking license to kill at this point. And the only so, reason they can do that is because we allotted them so much yeah. power. Like yeah. it's like you now they have a green light and they can do whatever they want. Do not letting people have power over you for the perception of, or what is it for perceived safety is the worst thing you could ever do, ever ever ever. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not safe at all. What if that overlord decides because then they took this part of you? That, eh, we don't need that person anymore. You can't fight back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know I'm generalizing here, but it just seems sort of like we go from one crisis to another. Oh, yeah. As a species. And the media fans the flame, and then we lose parts of ourselves that we shouldn't. Whether And I mean on a personal level and on a a group level. Yeah. And it's so sad. I I just, I don't understand it. And, And then you are, what's really scaring me now is that you're being put into groups just because you ask a question. Yeah. And I think that is what I'm going to spend the rest of my life fighting. It's like, you can call me all the names you want. That's kind of the point of hypothesis. Of it is. I, I, you can you can hate me all you want, but all I really care about is asking this specific yeah. question. I'm not going to be like the media or Twitter and say, oh, you're a Trumper or, oh, you're yeah. a leftist puke. Well, here's the problem. Because you have a question. Our, our leaders, no matter what they say about unity, just the very nature of the structure, just the very structure of our leadership in America specifically... Yes. Which I know that it has a ripple effect on the whole world. Yeah. That's just kind of the power of American politics for some reason. And it's unfortunate. But in at least specifically in America, our leadership structure is, I don't want to say designed to divide us, but it has a tendency to polarize and divide its people. Because it's just, you're either on the winning side or the fucking losing side. And that's just the way it is. It's how the, I think the split party politics works, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But... My goal, since they can't seem to actually unify people, my goal with hypothesism, and I, I think I'm speaking for Katie as well, is to unify us all again. Because guess what? We're just all humans on a rock spinning through space. Come on. And we can be we don't unified. Have to, we're supposed to be a family. Like, we're all in this together, guys. The stakes are higher than ever now, and we need each other. Like, we cannot survive on our own. We cannot survive in, a, in small groups battling each other to the death. When at the end of the day, nothing changes after the battle anyway, so... And you can be unified and have differing opinions. Yeah. It's it's just funny because it's like we're, we're fighting this pointless war with each other when it doesn't... Again, let's 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 look at a hypothe- uh, hypothetical here, okay? Because okay. like that's what we're good at. Yeah. Hypothetical. Uh, one side of this polarized fucking world wins this crazy crusade of ideologies, I guess. I don't know. But let's say one side wins... What really changes? Like, there's still people who still hate you left. It's not like you're going to eradicate the other side. And I think you can't eradicate hate. Yeah. I think there are... We, we can... we can. What we should be eradicating is the polarization. We should all be fucking fighting, like, together against 
you know, dumb shit and dying, I guess. I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, it's like, and and equating everybody (laughs) is not the same. You know, one person's labor on something, it's magical to them, but it I'd see if I can put this the right way because someone will get mad, but I don't care. Okay, so this person over there works hard their whole life on just this one thing, and it matters to them. And then you have another person who completely just takes from other people. Both those people still have value. It's just in the current the the system the globalist ones want. I think they want to make everybody the same by just every aspect. And I don't think you can with humans. Some people put out more effort than others. Some people put out less. It doesn't mean that they don't have value. It's just you need to leave the ones that are industrious alone to balance out the ones that don't do anything. Right. And and that the current push on one side is not that. It's like we need to just take from everybody that's industrious, give it to the people that aren't because it's not fair that they don't have anything, which I understand some of the talking points there. I really do. I get Mm -hmm. it. But it's a very complex problem. It's a complex we, problem. We can solve. We're never going to crack that code. We can solve parts of it if, but what, the way we're going about it is just to give power to more people. Yeah, it's just different people than you know. It's just really weird. Oh, power is part of the problem in general. Well, humans have always tried up, and there's always a again. Strong it's ones. the it's about some charismatic leader. There's always the yeah. Every leader who's ever been a leader was charismatic, and people just follow them the because Conan, we the have to have a leader for some reason. People can't just lead their own ideas. And do you think maybe you and I have evolved? I think it's a problem with groups, period. I, I'm, I don't know if there's something wrong with my DNA. I don't want to leave. Oh, it is DNA. I don't need be, one. I think our genetic memory says like, because if you think about it, like in the, in the, in the, in the survival days, you know, back when we were hunter gatherers or whatever, um, because I really think a lot of, I think we haven't really moved. Our DNA hasn't evolved very far past a certain era of, Anthropologically, of survival. Anthropologically, we're just... Yeah, uh, we're I, and I think it will. It's just that so much has changed in just a couple hundred years when, let's say, hypothetically, it takes five or six hundred years to that DNA to catch up to it. It just hasn't been a long enough time. Maybe all the radiation but, will help. Anyway, I'm, I'm fucking going <laughs> off. But, no, I like tangents. Uh, shit, I don't really, I'm not really an expert on. But, but you're asking I'm, questions. I, I'm just you're allowed why. to ask questions and hypothesis. Yeah, that's I'm just hypothesizing that, like, uh, back in, like, the hunter-gatherer days... Mm-hmm. You kind of had to have a leader, a wise leader, because it's just better for survival if someone knew how to survive and they were able to tell you. Otherwise, we would have never progressed because every generation would have had to start from scratch and learn how to survive from scratch. And that's not a good system. That's just slow. And it's not like we needed to progress and evolve, but it's just, you know, it's just it's easier to extend our lifespans and have a better life. If we had like a wise person telling us how to hunt and how to gather, just for a small example, I mean, I could, we could go deeper on this. We're just, we don't have a lot of time. So, um, but basically it's just in general, I think that's stuck with us for a long time where now it's like we're reliant on some fucking leader. Well, why can't you when have- we don't have to have that anymore because now we have- all of this knowledge written down. Well, that's what I mean. Why can't, learn you it for ourselves. The, why can't you let the leader people yeah. leader, the follow people follow, and then have a limited framework that preserves the humanity and equality of all? Like, why do you need to exactly. keep stacking rules on rules on rules? Right now, we're breaking probably 13 that's rules. That's what we're trying to do with hypothesis is, is, is basically write that framework for us all to really, like, I guess we, we want to have the framework so that then we can all be our own leaders. And I think the world would just be a better place that way. And I don't think it's ever going to spread to the point of, okay, now we don't have a power structure where one person's in charge of everything. And we, uh, I, but I would love to get to that point where we can all just lead ourselves and be independent. Because that's the whole thing, independence. We don't want to depend on, on fucking orange man or fucking senile old fool. Yeah, but at the same time, know we that are we are all moment. dependent on each other to a certain degree. We like, are dependent on each other. I mean, we have to have each other to survive. Exactly, but you don't want to be... I don't we don't want to have forced. to be led. We should all be able to have our own... Like, lead our own lives or communities. And I want to be able to make up my own mind. I think that... And you know what? That's Some people the thing, don't yeah. want to do any of this, and that's okay. I, I just, at the same time... If I don't want to suffer the consequences of the people that are okay being led by the nose. That's probably where my most single greatest source of rage is. It's like my whole life I've had to, I've been responsible. I've made mistakes, but for the most part, I've led and conducted my life in a way that would mitigate pain. Okay. Yes. Now I'm going to have to go through pain because of decisions I didn't make, didn't have a choice to make, have not. And that a lot of the irritates angst comes from me. that too, yeah. Yeah. That's where my angst comes from. I've been angry all week because I can see... 
Because I, I think about things where this is going to lead in America. Yeah, and that you, goes back to what we're talking about, the Civil War. Yes. Which is why we brought up the CIA, because we're wondering. Here's, this is the big enchilada, okay? Yeah. This is kind of the whole conversation. This is what went, this whole conversation is about. This is why we wanted to have this whole conversation is because we're wondering, um, is it this whole talk of where things are going? Because everybody kind of like has this idea that it's like, oh, no, there's going to be a civil war because of how polarized we are, right? Because we are. Was, was that a result of us as a hive mind going, it seems like it's going to be a civil war. Was it a result that the news media was like trying to plant seeds? This is, you guys should start a civil war. Or was it a CIA psyop? This is where this whole thing came from. Is the CIA trying to start a civil war for some fucking reason that we won't know for another 30 years? Or is it just a natural evolution of human behaviors? Like, do you just evolve just, yeah. to this point? Because we have, you know, we're just never naturally had, headed towards a well, civil war. Well, you've never had social media. You've never had, so we have all these factors and they're converging. Like, that's the thing. And I don't think we'll ever know. And it could be just a combination of all those things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, really. I, it, it, but, I, and that's why I said there's so much anger and fear. And what's so, so weird is, I look outside, it looks exactly the same as any other day. Yeah. I have food in my kitchen. You know, people, but then I see these lines that the media is showing me people are standing in food bank lines and I'm all, what? what? Yeah. You know, food stamps are still working. So I, I don't, I, and there's jobs everywhere, that, Brady. There are a million oh, jobs yeah. out there. Well, like, it's funny that they want us to not go to work and stay home and quarantine. But then they also want us to go stand in a food line because, Which you know, is not safe. It's not like everybody has a fucking two-week food supply. Well, no, I, I Especially mean... Especially when it just gets sprung on us. Oh, by the way, we're locking down again, and no wonder everybody's fucking stocking up and emptying the shelves in the store. Well, and I have... Imp- it's like there's this cognitive dissonance where... And, and I've talked to a lot of people whose lives are not any different than before. Other And then there's all these people My life are, hasn't personally changed much, other than, other than, like, the media that I'm consuming has changed. A little bit. Well, and then all week, a lot of our anger, our personal anger, I can speak, for, I think I can speak for here, you comes for from me. the media. You and I, anytime mm-hmm. you and I seem, other than cats peeing in shoes. Oh, that pissed me off. I'm yeah. angry for you. <laughs> That's a real problem, I feel like guys. we <laughs> seem to, I notice just anecdotally throughout the week, Brady and I'll be like, this freaking media look yeah. what they're doing and we get angry and i'm like okay so that's where our anger comes from i think from. it's because we can see the little techniques that they use well yeah we are students of psychology maybe they, uh, it could just not be a conspiracy it could just be like these reporters are just putting out the information they're like i want to call i've got to call them out we got to fucking put the information out there because that's how journalism works and maybe that's i don't know i want to say it's a conspiracy because it seems like it's definitely influenced but it's like at the same time it could just be people i don't know well and that's just it. it's really hard to find the answer to that because it's and it's our so minds mixed. are always grasping for answers because yeah. when something is not orderly or doesn't make sense i'm like well why is that that way yeah well, that's the natural hypothesis to me i'm like well but- but and we, I want there to be a conspiracy because it's fun to talk. Well, about. conspiracies are exciting. I think they're that's, always. That's be why we like Game of Thrones, right? That's why that show was so popular because there was all this conspiracies Intrigue. and backstabbing and and weird, weird taboo sex stuff going on, and people love that scandalous shit. I don't know why it's drama. I think people there's love nothing drama. wrong with talking about conspiracies as long as your life doesn't become one. If you can, if you Yay, can separate sure. yourself from the fact. If everything starts looking like a conspiracy, you might need to take some time to reflect. But if you're just yeah, Alex fun, Jones, well, you just need a vacation, man. Come back with a fresh mind for a minute. You're gonna lose Patriot points for saying I, that. That's okay. Okay, I got enough. You're doubly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious though. Like, well, I know, but I have not a theory about Alex not Jones. Not everything really is a conspiracy, but there is obviously some conspiracies Thanks. going. I have on. a theory about Alex Jones. I think Let's if you to okay, this I've because I've, I've never really I knew what Infowars was this whole time, but I've never really paid much attention to him until you or when he pops up on the news. If you can put out the perception that you're wackadoodle and you play up that perception as a character, mm-hmm. then you can say whatever you want because the mass is going to perceive you as nuts, but then you can actually tell the truth and no one's going to make... And then all of a sudden you have a movement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I sort of watched this man and he's got all his Patriot Points things and all that stuff and it's like, gosh, he reminds me of some sort well, of evangelist. he has to run a business. Yeah, he reminds me of an evangelist, but at the same time he says stuff that... That's not crazy. That's just asking questions and pointing out evidence. But he can do that because he's so far marginalized now that he doesn't have to worry about being canceled. He's been canceled a lot. Yeah, once you're already canceled, then it's fucking no holds barred. So I think he figured out the key to freedom. Here's the the problem. Here's the problem with cancel culture, okay? I think, I don't know if we covered this last time or not. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to you about this. Maybe we might not have recorded it, though. But anyway, we talked about it before. Here's the problem with the cancel culture, okay? And this is why we have freedom of speech in the first place, okay? At least in America. We have this beautiful thing called the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. And it states that 
We can fucking say whatever we want as long as we're not promoting hate speech or calling to action some kind of genocide or something. Now, the reason we have that is because if Twitter wants to ban one ideology, where's that ideology going to do? They're going to go and find a different platform and it becomes an echo chamber for that ideology. And it, we're seeing it happen with that parlor. Yep. Because the con the far conservative viewpoint has been censored on Twitter. We yep. all know it. It's happened. They just it's, pretend like it You happened. can't say it. You can't deny it, literally. So everybody was like, well, we still want a social media platform. So they went to this one that started that was supposedly like, oh, we, we can let you talk about anything on here. They Don't worry. We're not going to censor you because we're not fucking Jack Dorsey. But they did. Did Parler censor people? There's room. There's Are they censoring the left now? Anyway, anyway, sir. That'll be a digression. We'll but, talk about that. Later. Um, but people would people went to Parler. Okay. Okay. Now what's happening on Parler is you have the extremely fringe conservative views, like the the literal white supremacists, because they got pushed off Twitter. They're on there, and now it's the news isn't covering anything going on on Parler. So they have the freedom to work in the shadows to organize whatever they want to. So it's metastasizing. Because we're all looking at Twitter and the left viewpoint, so the right viewpoint can work in the shadows, and then all of a sudden, there's this giant movement that just pops up out of fucking nowhere of far-right conservatives, mostly white supremacists, who are gonna, they're gonna, I'm, I'm just making a, a vague prediction here, it's probably not actually gonna happen, but all of a sudden, like, uh, you have a, a neo-Nazi rising, because they were allowed to work in the shadows, and nobody called them out on their bullshit, and they were strengthened in their viewpoints by it, living in that echo chamber. Had Twitter not censored anything and actually followed the model of freedom of speech, if those white supremacists or far-right conservatives that supposedly nobody likes their viewpoints, um, if they were still on Twitter and they said whatever they wanted and people disagreed, then discourse happens. They get proven to be fucking assholes and nobody likes them, right? They get completely shit on. They're wrong, right? Because people can go in there and prove them wrong. Then that uprising doesn't happen. Because they're like, oh man, you're saying they, they got their tail well, between their yeah, legs. They're like, maybe I was wrong. It usually isn't the case because people get so prideful. But my my theory, just in general, is like if you force people into the shadows, then you don't know what they're up to. Also, you give if you them, let them actually do their thing and then call them out, it's a lot more healthy. That's kind of how it works. If you oppress them, yeah, then you're gonna give fuel to their fire. Yeah, oppression usually gives people power because then they have a fucking reason to fight. Yeah. Or in America, you just make up stuff to be so, oppressed by. I just think that, and, and it's not even like a political thing. This is just Twitter and Facebook. It's these companies. They're like, oh, we got to put a stop to this people talking that a way we don't like them to talk. This isn't even a political agenda. And maybe it is. It could be a CIA psyop. I don't fucking know. Well, and it's just. I want to say everything's a CIA psyop because they scare the shit out of me because they are working in the shadows. And this is a real organization that it works in complete secrecy. You know, there's uh, there's multiple. I'm sorry. I'm scared there, of it. There's lots of. I am scared of the CIA. It's not just the CIA. They're no. not allowed to work here. There's the other ones, too. And the other alphabet. And, well, I'm talking about. Oh, you mean just American the alphabets? National security ones. Yeah, the, there's the a National lot of Security them. Agency who is literally spying on everybody. Well, and you have the Defense Intelligence mm -hmm. Agency. So, there's a so lot here of we go. You have the NSA gathering, like, literal fuck tons of data on people mm -hmm. that feeds into the cia who gets to study our psychology using that data and then not only can they now predict our behaviors and this has been reported on many many times you can look it up they're now trying to predict our behavior using these patterns from data collection on our fucking smart devices okay mm -hmm. the smart devices aren't evil inherently they're actually a very good convenience in our lives but because <clears throat> that data is being tracked by these entities who do want to predict our behavior. That's what's bad. They're fucking trying to, it's like the fucking movie minority report where now you can't even like precognition precognition. Now maybe you are in the future going to be a murderer and they have the fucking documents. They have the data to support that based on your smart devices or whatever, right? You're, they're tracking your every move what? and they're tracking your conversations and they're tracking your purchasing history and they can go, we have this social profile in this individual and a hundred percent, he's going to be a murderer, right? That's not okay in a world where we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Like, well, it's at if odds. they haven't committed the crime yet, in my eyes, they're not guilty. At, it's at odds with our, our framework. Yeah. I and don't even remember why I went down this. Well, no, it's Why just, did I go down this rabbit hole? Cause, oh, because the CIA scares the shit out of me. Well, and then the, you're talking about, like, in China, you have a social credit score, which just yeah. also scares me a little bit. And China's even worse. Their intelligence community is, is evil. Did you know that we have 16 members of our U.S. intelligence community? <clears throat> did 
did you know that there's that many branches? That, why do we need 16? Mm-hmm. Why, well, and, 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 I, and I get it. And, and a lot of these people are just good people. And they're trying to yeah. like do good things for the country and defend oh, us from cousins, foreign threats. I have cousins threats. who work for the CIA. Yeah. I can't I, I'm anything. not saying anything about the CIA people. But, We're talking about an overall organization. But it's. It, I think that the... Uh, I think they now have unlimited power, and it's bad. Well, what scares me think is because it. of the things you're talking yeah. about we now. We need them, though. If you make any noise that is perceived as dangerous to the collective, whatever they're doing, <laughs> you can just be eliminated via yeah. just information. Yeah, it's like you can. They can get the Twitter mob mad at you. They can dox you, wreck your life. Yeah. They could get. Well, you know, back back in like colonial times, I guess, not in America, but like in like Britain and stuff like that. They they had, you know, quite a grip on people, and if you were spreading dissent against the establishment. Ooh. They fucking hung you. Like, you're dead. Like, it was a witch hunt, essentially. And we have a digital witch hunt now. We have a digital witch hunt I now. I feel like it's a digital witch hunt if you say But it something. might be, like, these political parties, and if, you, if you're threatening their power, they're going to, like, eliminate you one way or the other. Maybe not physically killing you, but they're going to, like... We've seen it with Alex Jones. They fucking completely smeared him and discredited him. He has him to be on like some obscure corner of the internet. You can, you can say he did it to himself, but it, he didn't ban himself. Well, and the thing is, is you don't have to listen to Alex Jones. I never did. No, if you don't like to, him, don't listen to him. I like to, have, I just, he's entertaining to me. Oh, the dude is hilarious. I don't agree with everything he says. And I, well, and also, why can't is, you is, take, entertaining. why like can't it. you take, listen to someone and take with what you agree about him and agree with it, disagree with what you disagree with and not hate the person's freaking soul. Like, yeah. I, I don't, and you know, and then if I don't like the person's content, turn it off, not support it. But then again, there might be people out there who well, are different than you and then want to support that content. Leave them alone. I, I think I can wrap this up with a quote from, okay, from, like, ooh, from like Master quotes. Yoda from Star Wars. Ooh. Um, very big fan of that franchise. He's also make-believe, yes. just, just so you know. But okay. th- this kind of um, encapsulates everything we've been talking about today. Okay. Yoda says to Luke Skywalker... And I think to Anakin Skywalker, but he said I think he said this multiple times. Um, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. And apply that to the global zeitgeist, and I think we're onto something here. So I think we need to get rid of that fucking fear. Turn off the news. I've ranted about this before. Episode seven, I think it was. Rantastical. Fantastical. Turn the fucking news off. And I don't think I'm talking to myself too, by the yeah, way, because well, I I'm... that's where I get most of my fear is the fucking news. And I don't know if I'm afraid of the news or if I'm afraid of the world events the news is reporting. But the the bottom line is there's a fucking they're spreading fear. Whether they're doing it on purpose or not, they are spreading fear. And that's leading to everybody getting angry about shit. And since we're divided, it leads to this fucking warfare where we hate each other. Also, venture capitalists out there, yeah. oh, I feel like that there needs to be a news agency that literally reports just news. Just facts. Like, just, just, you know, we went to Mars today. There's a psychologist developed this therapy. Like, I, there are people, I feel like I'm not the only one that would we, just We do get that. some of that mixed in. We do, but right now you have to media. weed through the opinion news yeah, and, the, and the narrative through. news. Yeah. Can, I, we should just ban opinion news. Well, no, but that violates free speech. Right. Why? No, I'm just joking. I wonder, though, if there's some <laughs> way... Well, I, I want to ban everything. I wonder Cut, if there's some way to have, like, journalism separated from opinion, though. Like, like they have to put a stamp on it. This is opinion. Yeah. And no, that, that's true. I really think that... Uh, Labels are more important than like censorship. Because I, I love to learn know. and I do love people's opinions, but I love, I would love the idea of just, I like reading the news every day and knowing what's going on on the planet. But then at the same time, if I want to go read opinions, I, I feel like people used to be able to distinguish between mm-hmm. it. They can't now. There's nothing wrong with like listening to someone's opinion. But, when but you- like when it's reported as news and they're using these psyop techniques to fucking manipulate our brains with it. I think they really are. And well, no, I'm sorry, I really do. You can now. call me a fucking tinfoil hat wearing crazy guy. I really think that the intelligence community is still performing Operation Mockingbird. I don't think they ever gave that up when they're using because they knew it worked. And then if they're it using works, opinion life, to shape the narrative, and yeah, that yeah, bothers us. Yeah. It should bother everyone, and we can leave it at that. I mean, I think we can leave it. At that. Everybody should be bothered by everything. <laughs> We're going to call this episode Hot and Bothered. Okay. Hot and Bothered. That's perfect. But seriously, guys, um, you got to stop being so afraid. I got to stop being so afraid of the world right now. I, I'm ashamed of my – I'm not can, ashamed of my anger, but we I'm, just I have to, to – We just have to come together and Ask go, questions. okay, there's a fucking election. We can probably go another hour now, but uh, – well, we're going to – But basically, we'll like, there, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, and some of it's very scary, but we need to take a step back once a day at least – and just go instead of 
instead of praying before bed to some deity or something, maybe you can do that, but then another 10 minutes after that, take some time and just go, <sighs> okay, what's the world look like around me? Is everything burning? No, okay. And even so, if it is... Okay, so here's what's happening in the world, but okay, what can I do about it? If I can't do anything, just calm down. So everybody needs to work on like kind of like taking a step back from emotions and just, just looking at the world and calming down a little bit because I don't think we're all going to die. But I don't want our fear to snowball into a civil war. I don't want our fear to snowball into just just more perpetual fear forever. Like, we can't do that. And again, I'm, most of the things we're saying, we're talking to ourselves as well as you guys. So. Um, we don't preach at people. We A lot of this is self-reflection. This is self-reflection it's like, and it's Because we've been angry this week. Yeah. I, I, well, obviously, Captain Shoopy and, and <laughs> so, I've been a harpy. So I, I, yeah, hope you guys, I hope you guys took something from this episode we but did. if not it's fun to listen to us rant i hope because i like to rant so hey <laughs> bye. tune in next week <laughs> bye fucking baby yoda <laughs>